Fourth Not First is proudly brought to you by Oakford Thoroughbred Farm, your one-stop shop for all your thoroughbred needs. Fourth Not First coming at you on a Wednesday night. Lockdown is done. Uh, we are now allowed to visit people, we're allowed to go to shops, we saw the people at Kmart last night, I'm sure Ash was there to pick up some Richmond gear to celebrate, he probably needs a new set of pyjamas, I can see he needs a new set of pyjamas, he's worn them out, he's actually got the McKnight racing top on tonight because he just couldn't go another day in the Richmond gear, how are you Ashley McKnight, you must be happy after the boys victory on the weekend. Um, fantastic, Richo. This is all I have to say. Well, there's not a lot we can say to that. You stuck by them the whole way through, except for that first week in the finals when you uh, really... You were pretty disappointed with that, that loss, but uh, no, you seriously, yeah. you've been confident all year. It must be great to have that sort of confidence in your team and uh, to see them come back after halftime was, it was something special. Well, halfway through the second quarter, I was um, pretty vocal on the couch. Um, was not very happy with the way things were going, but... I would have said the Tigers got it together with five minutes to go in the second quarter and then that was it. That was all their show from there on. It certainly was. It was a, it was a great game to watch as, a, as an innocent bystander. I thought uh, both teams did themselves proud. It was good to watch. Rusty, how are you? Russell Healy, owner-operator of Healy Bloodstock. I'm... I'm doing well, Richo, like I mentioned earlier, completely underprepared for tonight, but um, no, doing well. Uh, credit where credit's due. I really enjoyed the two grand finals over the weekend. Um, yeah, the Storm. Storm getting a win, and yeah, no, couldn't complain at all. Cracking game of AFL footy um, from a neutral perspective where they just belted each other from start to, well, start to all third quarter. Yes. From you two guys, because I know I'm biased, but was that one of the best grand finals to watch in some time? Yeah. It was yeah. a bloody good game of footy, wasn't it? Hard, yeah. all on the line. Yeah, I think you have to go back to, you know, the drawn grand final, uh, or maybe even the Geelong-Collingwood one the, the year yeah. after, in my, like, in my opinion, I think... You know, there's been some good ones, but that, yeah, certainly in recent memory, it's definitely edge-of-the-seat stuff. It was a seesawing affair, and I think the score in the end didn't really do it justice, to be honest. You look back at the history books and go, oh, it was, no, um, I think um, it was really, much tighter than that. It was Yeah, probably the last quarter, the Cats were probably just done and dusted, I think, but that's, you know, so the score probably didn't reflect how good a game it actually was. No, I agree with that. And the Carlton supporter, you know, sitting there laughing. So, yeah, Ash... I can't say anything. I can't bag him or anything. I just got, yep, well done. <laughs> Good game. Tip of the cap. Next year. 
let's let's move on. No. <laughs> so as uh, other than uh, sort of just strutting around the farm and whistling the Tigers theme song and screaming yellow and black every so often, what else has been going on down the farm? Um, been pumping out the foals this week. We had last night. We had three foals overnight, um, which uh, was good and tiring all in the same sentence. Um, but it's good. We've got a, about half a dozen left to uh, fall for the year, so we're, we're getting them done. Um, yeah, springtime means more breeding, covering, trips to studs, all that sort of stuff. So that's, um, Dad's been on the road a lot, been pretty busy. Um, today, Bendigo Cup Day today. So, um, yeah, always a pretty exciting day for the locals up there. I've been to quite a few Bendigo Cups. I tell you what, I've never seen one like what it was today. It was just another race meeting. Fingers crossed yeah. we never see another like it. Well, that's right. That's right. It's, uh, yeah, it was quite interesting. It's a, and you know what? It was great to see a lot of the local trainers and that they still got dressed up. It's still their big day. They they do really enjoy it and embrace it. So um, that part of it was quite good. Um, from our stable point of view, things didn't quite go to plan. We never got a, a real crack at them. So I was disappointed in that regard, but not in the horse. So he um, Oakbridge is a horse going places, and it's one for all our listeners to, to stick with and follow because he's going to win a nice race somewhere. Um I really like the horse. I think he's got a really nice race in him. So he just got to find some clear air. That'd be nice. Uh, he just doesn't get a crack at him. So Rusty, the form expert, sent me a message pretty quickly after the race for how good it was. Um, that was probably in the middle of me cursing and swearing at the results. So um, by the time I got home and watched the replay a couple of times, I, it was a it was a pretty big effort considering he went to the line under his own steam. So can't wait till he has a proper crack at him one day. Fantastic. I'll be on. Yep, in the black book straight away. We'll, uh, we'll definitely be watching yep. Yep. next time. No doubt. Yeah. Stick with, stick fat. Um, once he gets luck, actually, once he gets luck, yeah, you'll see him win him and he'll have a good fill up. Mm, I was going to have a good fill-up today, boys. I had it all teed up for a good fill-up today. Because <laughs> the place multi, the two-leg place multi... Crack, but I did have a fill-up. <laughs> the two-leg place multi would have been very juicy. Yeah, it was. It was, it was, looking, it was looking good, but uh, I did get on your other tip uh, after the multi failed. I did jump back on the horse, so to speak. So, happy days. Yes, that was a nice little one. <laughs> nice little yeah. Wednesday. Yep, it was good. It's good. So. And and Willie Pike wrote of it all. Of all people, get on Pike. Drink what you like. <laughs> Luck, lucky you didn't see who was riding it before you sent that out, hey Ash. Oh, I just I just had faith in the horse. He's uh, served me well a couple of times before that horse. So yeah, that no, was a good good result for a local local trainer and uh, connection to the stable. Um, Sabrina, who, who works for us, has uh, 
her partner's got a got a little share in it in High Strangers, so yeah, it was um, nice oh, little connection. It's good. It's what yeah, keeps nice us fronting yeah. up. Good on a good that a couple of. Good that a couple of our local trainers got some winners there today because it was pretty sad. Um, Supergirl going to miss in the cup. Mm. Um, yeah, pretty devastating. Josh Josh got a winner. Yeah. yeah. No, he did. Yeah. He did. Um, yeah, you can't replace those sort of horses. Um, very sad for him, but, um, but they'll they'll bounce back. They'll. Uh, we wish them all the best, and uh, yeah, hopefully they got another another Supergirl just around the corner somewhere. Alrighty, let's get on to the Healy Bloodstock Weekend Racing Review, where procrastination becomes a realization. Rusty may be underprepared, but he's got his McKnight Racing uh, paraphernalia on tonight too, so I'm I'm expecting good things. Of of what you've been able to digest, Rusty, what caught your eye? Uh, wow. Uh, I've got a bit, a bit of stuff. Um, so we had a couple of huge days at Mooney Valley last week. Um, Friday night, uh, kicked off with, uh, Manicato night, but early in the night we had Iconoclasm winning his third gold star in, Vobus gold star in a row. He was huge. Um, we had written beauty win the three-year-old thousand meter race in fine fashion i'll be following him i'm not sure if they're putting him away now for the autumn or whether he'll he'll find another race in the spring but i will be keeping an eye on him and in the big one haydock uh he took out the manicato for the second time uh first time back in 2017 and this time in track record time uh seems that those um Tony and Kelvin McAvoy horses, they love Group 1 sprints around the valley, and uh, you can never count them out. Uh, and then the big day on Saturday, well, got to start with Sir Dragonet, Dragon A, whatever you want to call him, and Bossy winning the 100th running of the Cox Plate. Um, I, we will talk about the uh, celebration a bit later, but um, really good race. Thought my tip was going to win for a while, but uh, anyway. Um, Sneaky Five won the English Banner, uh, the $500,000 race for two-year-olds. Uh, Portland Sky won the Red Anchor Stakes for Matt Lurie. Yes, Baby Yes won the Phillies Classic over a mile about a week too late. Mm. Great, thanks for that. Cherry Tortoni. <laughs> Cherry Tortoni was very impressive winning the Vars on his way to the Derby this Saturday at Flemington. Holmesman led all the way in the Crystal Mile. We should see him next in the Furphy Plate on Cup Day. Miami bound Buck. What was a loose trend of on paces winning that day in the Mooney Valley Gold Cup. And they, the mythical they, landed the plunge with La Mexicana in the Crockett Stakes. The last race of the day, which is pretty cool. Up at Randwick, one of those pop-up races, the Bondo Stakes, was won by Peltzer. One of these $1 million races with no black type, um, made up by Peter Volandis. Don't get me started. Uh, over in Morfordville, Trip won the Vidora Series final. Uh, pretty good win. Um, Grand Syndicates are flying at the moment. Uh, up at Doombin, Ghost Rider 
Brighter was well backed and won the spring plate for two year olds up there. Uh, and the last four races up there were abandoned because it was too wet. Um, didn't affect the footy, thankfully. Over in Ascot, the Peters, Quinella, the Belgravia stakes with Magical Dream winning from Mystical View. Courtesy of a clairvoyant scratching. And that's all I got because <laughs> I got about halfway through me bloody review and ran out of time. But a huge week of racing, weekend of racing. Oh, today, sorry, I should also mention today we had the Benigo Cup won by Princess Jenny. Um, I, she's not going to the Melbourne Cup, I don't think, but um, knocked off Pondus, uh, who was trying to, I think he was trying to secure a place in the Melbourne Cup, so anyway, that's it. Action-packed, fair bit going on. Thank you very much, Russell. Let's get on to the punting, because there, has, there was a lot of racing on the weekend. Let's talk about the let's... punting. Let's talk. Let's talk about Friday night before before we get on to our Saturday punt. How is the sneaky six leg multi still alive with one leg to go? <laughs> I was up and about. I was, I was I was up and about, but unfortunately, unfortunately, I just could not get that last leg. I'll tell you what. The sneaky six it was it did make the night very interesting, and it was a sneaky six leg place multi but it just as easily could have been a sneaky six leg win multi <laughs> they were they were yeah. the w's were dropping thick and fast on that first five runners won and if we did our usual take it uh, a win multi place multi the cash out on the win multi would have been well you were with sports bets so right. i was gonna say it would have yeah, been good yeah. for us but good <laughs> on lad bro yeah um <laughs> So shout out to Sportsbet. Fuck you for your no cash out. So, fucking robbers. But anyway, um, I don't know what the actual figure would have been for a cash out for the first five legs in um, because I'm pretty confident I would have cashed out. Oh, that, I think you would that, that race was not going to set up well for Bella Bella at all. So um, it would have been very, very juicy, I think. So... Anyway, a bit of fun, a bit of fun, and a bit of a warm up for the, for the big event on the Saturday. Yeah, it was. It was a it was a truckload of fun. Um, the big event on the Saturday, of course, we do do our Saturday multi. The three of us with two other blokes, Forty and Dolphin. The first thing we do is a multi, where we all choose a horse that's running on the Australian Saturday. Could be anywhere in the world, and boy, did Rusty exercise that again. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, what we we try to we put on a win multi, we put on a place multi, we try to get a return. You'll, avid keen listeners will know. A few weeks back, we we hit the place multi, and we were uh, you know taking our twenty bucks to the to the milk bar and getting some mixed lollies because that's about as far as we could go in lockdown. But um, so this week, well, Rusty had been out of sorts a little bit. Um, and he did go to Rick Rickerton, Rickerton, yep. somewhere in yep. New Zealand. On I, you always give me these like how am I meant to find that? 
I have no idea. <laughs> I watched the race with the I watched the race with the the uh, volume off, so I didn't even hear it called. Pui <laughs> Segur so... or something like this. Anyway, Segur, 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 Oh yeah. No, well, it can be a silent P, but then there's a U and a Y before. It. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just like if you if you're gonna have that many silent letters, you just don't bother with them. So whatever it is, uh, just look Percy. up. Uh, Percy uh, at 10.55 I tell you what I was getting worried because 10.55 is the earliest multi-kickoff we've ever had we hadn't heard from Dolphin I wasn't even sure he'd got his bet on his, uh... he did have his tip in which was good because 40 was one we were waiting on yeah he's a late riser um, anyway it's you know going international even though it stayed within the bubble you're COVID safe um but going over to New Zealand, it's it's paid dividends. This is the second time that Rusty's actually gone outside the country for his multi-tip. And bang, bang, uh, another win. So very well done there. This time... 10.55 in the morning's a bit better than 10.55 in the evening. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's Get it true. out of the way early. And at $4.20 for the win, not going any $2 pops um, this week. So very good to you, see. don't know about you, Richo, but I've got a nice little fill-up on Rusty's tip. Yes, I did. Yes, and you actually put it out there and just said, "Should we?" So yes, got, got, that was that was pretty much until I uh, put my halftime bet on the football. That was uh, that was my best of the day, actually. Um, so yeah, he kicked us off, uh, shook off the 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 poor form we've seen over the last few weeks. Rusty's kicked us off at ten fifty five. Then where did we go? We went to the Mooney Valley at twelve forty. Which is usually, you know, that's that's usually an early start time, but we had one in the bank. And Bella Nipotina uh, came in with the place. So the win multi was gone, but the place was still alive. And that's pretty much where it all went a bit pear-shaped. So up at Doombin, as we said, the, the races did get abandoned there, but uh, Dolphin's tip did get away before the abandonment at uh, just after half past one. Ziemba... And apparently that horse doesn't like swimming uh, and just couldn't do anything for us, didn't didn't get a place. So we were out. Um, Forty had a tip up at Doombin, so he gets that by default. Uh, Red Chase abandoned, so we'll, we'll count that as a win. Um, and then my tip, DiMaggio, I was pretty, pretty happy with my tip. And then early mm. in the day... Ash declared my tip the Saturday fill-up, which is something Ash has been doing really successfully the last few weeks where he's declared a Saturday fill-up and we've all filled our boots. And honestly, as soon as he said that, I got worried. And uh, I was worried rightly so because in the night at Morfittville, DiMaggio did not, uh, didn't, didn't really do much for us. And uh, we... Luckily, we were already out of the multi, so it didn't didn't matter too much. But uh, and we'd already filled up on Rusty's, so we filled up on Rusty's. But then we had a multi on DiMaggio, and I think I think you doubled down on DiMaggio after the multi disappeared. <laughs> so really, didn't yeah. go too well with the old uh, DiMaggio. So uh, still only with that one elusive place multi, but uh, great signs from Rusty. And if we go over to the bragging rights, even better signs because. Uh, for the second week in the row, and I think only the third time ever, uh, Rusty took out the bragging rights with a cheeky, sneaky place at Ascot on Bragwell. 
Uh, that paid $3.30 and we assume a, a $5 each way bet. We choose two horses each. So uh, Rusty won it with a place on a single horse. So you can imagine how the rest of us went. Uh, Ashford wasn't <laughs> far behind him uh, with Ocean X at Mooney Valley in race eight. That was only paying $3 the place, so $15, so $1.50 in it. Rusty's the winner. Uh, 40 troubled the scorers at Randwick with Wick, Wickmo in race no, two. Wonderbar. Oh, no, sorry, Wonderbar. Good things happen when he tips Wonderbar. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so got a place on Wonderbar, but uh, at only $2.20 the place, that was $11, puts him in third. And myself and Dolphin did not trouble the scorers. I might have got a hashtag there with glitter strip but uh it was a, it was a bad day for me because i was on a five five leg multi streak five weeks in a row i had hit the multi i'd had a couple of wins in there too but uh didn't hit the multi didn't hit the bragging rights so three duck eggs for me three duck eggs for dolphin team grin are not looking good as uh the golf courses open up in two weeks so That's right let's get Ooh. back on the golf course but uh, congratulations, Rusty. Second bragging rights in a row in two weeks. Toot that trumpet, my friend. Absolutely. Finally. Finally. And taking out a bragging rights when you've actually hit on the multi with a win, it feels ten times sweeter. Yes, it does. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm a team player. Team player. So, yeah, so a little bit slim pickings. Hopefully uh, this weekend... Uh, we'll pick up a little bit, but uh, yeah, as I said, I uh, uh, that that five minute patch from Richmond that uh, before half time, I had a little sneaky look. I had uh, I thought it should be even money, maybe with a slight advantage to Geelong. Had a look on sports bet; they were paying two dollars ninety for Richmond. I couldn't let that go, so just uh, put some dollars on that and rode it home. If it wasn't Dusty that kicked that goal before half time, I would have been. Oh, there's no way known I would have been taking that bet. But the way he kicked it and the way he was up and about, I thought, yeah, Tigers are in this up to their eyeballs. Yeah, it was like his second kick, wasn't it? Um, he, he'd hardly no, touched it. <laughs> if he yeah, had to he kick did. the other one that he but he ballied and kicked it out oh, wrong direction, that would have been even better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't have got $2.90 then. No, that's right. That's right. So. <laughs> but he did kick four. First three-time Norm Smith medalist. He's a phenomenal yeah, player. And well-deserved. He was. And you had money on him for the Norm Smith as well there? I did, back in Saturday morning for the Norm Smith. I uh, had, a, had a nice little collect on, on that one. It was, uh, it was an easy, easy $4.20. Thanks so not a bad, Not a bad Saturday for you. So yeah, I had a good Saturday. Obviously, congratulations to Rusty, hitting the multi, going, going wide, going uh, out, out to New Zealand and then just backing it up with a bragging rights victory. So there's no bake there. I'll be baking anyone. Or are, we, are we having a week off bakes? I think we are, aren't we? There's no one. I think we're probably just going to leave the bakes alone this week because the Tigers have got the cup. Um, you can't bring a victory like that down with a bake, mm. to be honest. Like, I mean, we should shout out to Dolphin, the lonely pussy supporter. Oh. Yeah. He uh, he took it well. He took it well. He took it very well. He d he was very gracious in defeat. Yeah. 
Um, I could guarantee you, though, had the Tigers got beaten, I would still be copping it now. Oh, look, I don't think he's... Uh... I don't think he's too bad in victory either. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't assume that. He, he, definitely, if we play poker tomorrow night, there'd be a few sideways comments for sure. But uh, I wonder yeah. if oh, that is a good question. Do you reckon we are playing poker tomorrow night, or do you reckon? Uh... I don't know. I mean, I haven't really heard from him. I tried to get a rise out of him with a you bit did. of a uh, photo message this morning. I, I tell you nothing. what, your photo message before was fantastic. Uh, didn't get a rise out of Dolphin. And I did just imagine, just because of the uh, the subject matter of, of the photo, I could just imagine you salivating going, I'd love to lop those off. Like, they, are just, <laughs> they are just waiting for a chopping. <laughs> uh, just like, oh, what I could do with a hacksaw. <laughs> oh, oh, just... oh, dear. That's, no, uh, he must be... He must be busy or out of coffee. I don't know, one or the other. Look, shout out to the Dolphin. As we said on Saturday night, that definitely uh, the Cats can hang their heads high. They, they went out, they gave it their all. Um, but I doubt he's even listening. I doubt he's going to listen this week just in case you do <laughs> raise him up too much. So we won't, we won't shout out too loud because he probably won't hear it. No. no we'll, 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 uh, we'll get stuck into him when the slipper's back. Yeah, for sure. All right, we should jump on to Did You See That? Thanks to when Freddie met Lily designer gowns and suits for every occasion. I actually, I've got something. I've got a couple of things, actually. I'm going to start. It's a racing-related one. No one will have seen it, but I, I did. I, I just wanted to let you know. My, uh, you know, I love high emotion. 11 starts, yes. five wins, five places. Going places. So she was actually meant to be in the Bendigo Cup today. But two All weeks right. ago, was uh, getting herself ready, got a little bit excited uh, uh, coming out of the stables, smacked into the side of the stables and fractured her pelvis. So she'll be out until autumn. What? Really? Oh, yeah. No. So a little bit of a shame there because I was... Uh, yeah, Who got the sack for that one? Yeah, not sure... Exactly what went down. Apparently, she is quite cool. excitable and uh, gets a gets right. a little up and about. So it's, um, yeah, I, I I think it just sort of um, you know you know with the uh, what what's been happening on road to a race or that sort of stuff just does happen. I mean, she was flying, yeah, uh, just a little freak accident at training. You know, probably no one to blame. Just these sorts of things happening, and uh, yeah, suddenly she's not coming back until. Uh, autumn, they reckon, about four months out. So they're amazingly fragile for half-ton animals, aren't they? Yeah, it's a yeah. It is amazing what what mischiefs they can get themselves into. You just little things, and you just go, "How did that happen?" Like you just shake your head sometimes and just think, "How did that possibly happen?" Like crazy stuff that happens to them sometimes, and mm. and look. Yeah, we always want to try and blame someone. But in reality, the only one to blame is the bloody animal. Because they're the one doing something stupid. (laughs) I can't walk through the door, I'll walk into the door. Yeah, really, really hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's gold. Yeah. You wouldn't see something as silly on a Shankers tour. 
Well, you might. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was yeah. my little did you see that. Uh, anything else? Cool. You got anything, Ash? No, not really. I finally... Actually, yeah, I have got one little one. Anyone watch the races yesterday? Yesterday, no. yesterday. Where were they? Swan Hill? There's 1300 oh, meter maiden race. And uh, the first past the post was uh, ridden by Stephen Vella, trained by his wife Kylie Vella. And I sat there and watched it and said to Dad, I would be protesting for excessive use of the whip. Because when I counted, I reckon he hit it 22 times. That's what it appeared to watch. Which is well in excess of our uh, our whip rule, um, so you know a blatant breach like that was uh, I, I would have been protesting. No sooner did I say it as I walked out the door, I get a phone call from Dad. They're protesting excessive use of the whip. Uh, since then, obviously protest was dismissed, and uh, they believe that the only struck the horse 13 times while still excessive not in breach of the rule which is 17 16 oh, 16 sorry yeah 16 um, for a penalty so he has breached the rule but he it's so weird yeah thing. but he hasn't breached it to give so if he was going to get a penalty then there would be grounds for you've, but they've never they've never upheld a, a whip. Not in Victoria. A whip protest anywhere. That one in South Australia was more well was as blatant. I agree that if it's the dumbest rule because because like yeah. you said, this is the problem with the rule. This is exactly the problem with the rule. The rules bought in for a perception issue. Exactly. They're not worried about people hitting the horse. They're worried about people seeing people hitting the horse, right? Mm-hmm. So if, 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 if a horseman is looking at it, says that was 22 strikes, even though it might not have been, it might have been an act, the action or whatever, the perception from a horseman is that he's been hit 22 times. What's a layperson going to think? Yeah. It has to be 22. I've, I've got to say, it, it didn't look good. It looked um, very much... Old style, Jimmy Cassidy. Well, yeah, what well, it looked like Bone Crusher and Our Waverly Star going at it in the Cox Plate. <laughs> the white whips and bloody... with the white <laughs> getting <laughs> absolutely <laughs> carved up. Um, but yeah, look, it was they obviously broke it down and zoomed in and did whatever they had to do and and determined the actual number of strikes. So, full credit to. You know, the stewards and, and Stephen Valor, in his defence, was never, said he was never worried that he'd breached the, the whip rule. It's just his action in riding the horse out probably doesn't look quite right to the to the eye. So, yeah. They asked him to change his style. Yeah, I can't see that happening, but... <laughs> well, if he didn't breach the rule, then what? Yeah, that's right. Maybe you should try it left-handed so you can't see it. <laughs> so. yeah. Anyway, that was my little one. 
I had a couple actually. Bossy and he's fine. Glenn Boss got fined a thousand dollars for celebrating before the post. And while I think it's in the cox plate, and well, I think um, I if I was a jockey and I was about to win one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for one, like for however long, two minutes work two or minutes. whatever, I, I'd take the thousand dollar fine every day of the week <laughs> and celebrate because that goes on a poster. Exactly. If you wait till after the post, then you miss your opportunity, right? Now, the problem I have with it, and, the, and a lot of people say, oh, just don't find him. Like, what? The problem is if, if it's closer than what he thinks or at the line the horse shies at something and you're standing upright in your irons and you fall off, <laughs> A, you might lose the race, B, you might injure another horse and jockey, and C, if you hurt yourself, endurance, arbitrary negligence. So there has to be some form of deterrent, like, so like $1,000 in a $150,000 race is probably appropriate because you don't want people doing it in lesser races. Hmm. Um, it's a funny one. I just, like, to me, I love seeing it, but I also think the, the fine is appropriate. People complain about the fine. Yeah. So what happens it's all funny. if he's past the post and he's celebrating and he falls off and hurts himself? No or fine. Or hurts another horse? Oh, well, he still he still no wins fun. the race. Well, we see weird things like the clerk of the course hurting horses, trying to catch loose ones, and they don't use their noggin. There's funny things. I don't know about the insurance part if if it's after the post, but uh, yeah, it's an it's an interesting question that one, Richo. I um I hadn't gone there in my thought process. Um, but you don't get a fine, that's for sure. You probably yeah. get a talent off. Um, what? No celebrating from that. That's, yeah, but well, uh, that's the problem. The they can't biggest stop races in the world. They shouldn't stop you from doing it. No. That's right. They shouldn't stop you from doing it because that's what you know. Everyone should be getting excited and whatever. Not oh yeah, he won. Clap. Fuck that. No one wants to watch that shit. Well, there's no <laughs> one there to watch it anyway. He had to do something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's right. It's not the first time he'd done it though. Like yeah, the best one was the um, group one. Who was, who was it that rode Lasquetti Spirit in the Oaks? Breton Abdullah. Yep, he bowed. He turned sideways on the horse and did a bow to the crowd before oh. the line. <laughs> he he was, was eight legs in front. It was absolutely brilliant to watch. I really enjoyed it. I think he copped the fine. I think it was a bigger fine than a thousand dollars, but um. We like seeing it, but I do think the fine's appropriate. And anyway, you kind of show some emotion about winning. Like, like when I win the slipper, I'm going to celebrate. I'm, you know, I'm going to wave to the crowd. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you'll be in the crowd. <laughs> you might have a walking stick or something by then. Oh, in your wheelchair, yeah. and we're more like, "Hey, I'm down here." <laughs> Win the slipper at the retirement home. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Someone threw it at you. Um, 
I've got I've got one more, and it's completely non-sport related. It's it's not all at all sport related, actually. Um, so obviously Victoria, Melbourne, we you know we got down to zero days. Anyone called them donut days? Thought that was great. You know, I went out and got some donuts. We had some donuts. Awesome. Tim Smith tried to rain a bit on Dan's parade by laying out the 800 deaths that we've had in Victoria, but he tried to, to try to use donuts to spell out 800. And um, all it managed to do was look like a penis and balls. Oh. And, and, and he posted it on Twitter. So, so, so here's Tim Smith, who's trying to be a leader of the Victorian Liberal Party, whose nickname went from Dim Tim... To donut dick. Donut dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I jumped on Twitter and I saw that donut dick was trending and I thought, what on earth could that yeah. mean? <laughs> oh, absolute gold. And oh, it, it just brought a smile to my dog because I just, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long six months. <laughs> Tim Smith has provided a lot of entertainment. <laughs> donut anyway. dick, Tim. Love it. That's that's it. We move on from that, and hopefully we never talk about it again. <laughs> well, hopefully we do. Let's uh, let's just mm. make it happen. It's, uh... <laughs> it's entertainment. Anyway, that's well, all I got. Nice one. Anything else from you, Ash? No, I don't think there's anything much else uh, on the. Did you see that front for me? Fair enough, fair enough. Well, on to Road to a Racehorse. Now, we've talked a lot about the Bendigo Cup today, but I don't know if you realise there was a bit of a match race going on. Um, it was. And I've been lucky enough to secure the audio from that match race. So uh, just sit back and relax. Don't worry, this one doesn't go for 11 minutes. So a little bit shorter than the last. So I'm just going to hit play and uh, just let me know if you can hear. Be quiet. Welcome viewers back on this beautiful Bendigo Cup day. Nice little treat for us here just before the lead up to the Bendigo Cup. We have a four-horse match race uh, in lieu of a trial for four runners and four owners who have decided to put up their cash and uh, see whose horse can clearly get the bragging rights. So we have them loading into the starting gate. We have in barrier one, Richo's runner. Barrier two, the showdown. Barrier three, multi-man. And bringing up into barrier four is not another $2 pop. Starters ready to go. Horses are ready. This is going to be an interesting affair over the short 1,000-meter sprint. Lights on. And away they go. Richo's runner bounced out in the bridle and showdown close on his heels. Multi-man, not another $2 pop. All broke away cleanly. They're going stride for stride here, approaching the 900 metre mark, and Richo's runner has taken the bridle and shown a clean set of heels. 
the showdown next. Willie Pike on the showdown. He's having a great run of form. Multi-man, not another $2 pop, tucks in behind. 800 out, and the Richo's runner is just cruising along. The showdown looks at him in the eye. Multi-man, not another $2 pop, just cruising along in behind. The pace steadies now on Richo's runner. I know it's only a 1,000 metres, but uh, we're hoping that they'll crank it up soon because there's big dollars and big bragging rights on the line. 600 out. Showdown has really taken it up to Richo's runner here. He's not going to let him get it easy. They stride out, two length clear of multi-man and not another $2 pop who was uh, eagerly the easy back favourite here in this little match race. Approaching the 400 metre mark now, Richo's runner... Eyeballed once again by the showdown. They're going at it. Multi-man strides up three wide. Not a two, another $2 pop. Is in and behind on the rail and looking for a run. Richo's runner. The showdown. Multi-man. Stride into the straight. Three abreast. And the jockeys are laying down the gauntlet now. Richo's runner is really putting it to the showdown. And he's extending. Richo's runner. And he is going. Richo's runner, multi-man, runs into second. The showdown can't go on and not another $2 pop. He's way back. Richo's runner, he's just run away with it. He's now three, four, five lengths in front, Richo's runner, in this match race. The showdown couldn't do any more. Multi-man was a bit better than him and probably got into second. And not another $2 pop is uh, aptly fourth, not first. Nice little interlude into the cup there. Richo's runner. That's a great little trial coming off a wind affirmity. Uh, it's been well publicised, but geez, he looks back in real good form, Richo's runner. We can't wait to see him back at the track. Uh, showdown was brave, but probably just not good enough. Multi-man edged him out and not another $2 pop. And I uh, believe the owner of Richo's runner has... Counting the cash as we speak. He's just shelling out pineapples everywhere. He's got the money in the match race. And doesn't he want to let the other owners know that he is the king of the bragging rights? Richo's runner. Can't wait to see him back in a uh, nice little race somewhere where he can get his career back on track. Was that caller? Was he drinking? It was just pre-cup. <laughs> now, so possibly. Now I was curious, Richo. After the last um, call, I thought I thought we should time the race. Yeah. They Pretty ran the Cox police. Plate in better time than that. <laughs> yeah. Now that's that's a good uh, good observation. I I think that the Melbourne Cup will probably. Come close to that one as well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it a thousand meters that they ran? It was a thousand. That's what the callers said at the start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely a thousand meters. And uh, look, I think um, I think it's fair to say the race was probably over halfway through the call, but the caller just needed to get the words out and <laughs> wrap, wrapping his tongue around. Uh, some some oh, drinks there, boy. but uh, no. Look, it was a, it was a good little jump out. It was good to see after the epiglottic entrapment that uh, you can still win the chocolates and just to, to 
get a little bit of a match race, get, get a little bit of cash. I'm really looking forward to what comes next. So, Tom can only tell for Richo's runner, won't it? I tell you what, it's it's definitely a roller coaster. Is uh, owning Richo's runner? You just never know what's going to happen week to week. It's uh, it really it's like it's just in Ash's hands, and it's on a whim what might happen. Just let's hope he doesn't walk into the stable door next week. Well, he could, couldn't he? I mean, that'd, that'd save you save you preparing anything for four months. <laughs> yeah, it's still in the box. Uh, but no, that's good. It's good to see our uh, little digital virtual racehorse uh, back. I'm pretty disappointed that uh, as a virtual racehorse, Richo's runner couldn't make it into the best uh, Cox plate of all time uh, on Friday. And maybe... Well, ideally sure. suited, wasn't he? I'll tell you what, <laughs> the caller could have really inserted... Uh, Richard's runner in there, but uh, you know, why why wouldn't a horse that's ne- like Richard's runner's never run a cox plate, so he could have won. That's right. Exactly. If, if that's if that's how it all works. Anyway, good good little update there. On to next weekend's racing, and I suppose we got to include Tuesday as well, don't we? Oh, I hadn't even got to Tuesday, thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, no, yeah, no fields for Tuesday, so we're still sort of guessing who may get in because we're obviously waiting on the, what they call it now, the Hotham, but the, the Lexus. Yeah. Um, for the last spot and shuffle the order around a bit. But um, He's, uh, is, Tiger, is, uh, is Tiger Moth in? Races. Yeah, guaranteed. There we go. That's all right. Well, well, that's that's our tip, Rusty. We're fine. That's right. Did you go We're for good. Ash? <laughs> Surprise baby. Surprise baby. Uh, it's him. There we go. Yeah. We've at least got yeah, runners yeah. this time. That's good. Um, but first off, Saturday is a <sighs> cracking day of racing. Absolutely phenomenal. At Flemington alone, four group ones, two group twos, and three group threes of the nine races. The Victoria Derby, the Coolmore, the Cantala, Empire Rose, the Hotham, Empire Rose, the Wakeful, um, which the Wakeful is an interesting race. There's 14 three-year-old fillies to run 2,000 metres. Only 10 of them have a... There's only 10 wins between them. None of them has won more than one race. Oh, wow. And it's a group two race. It's very interesting. Good luck doing the form on that one. Um... Yeah, yeah, it'll it's be generally a standout in that race. There's always generally one standout in that race, but not this year's not this year. no, no, no it's a funny year's... race this year. The Empire Rose, on the other hand, that is a cracking race with mares and fillies from all over Australia. You've got Mystic Journey from Tasmania, Natoya from New South Wales, Vanna Girl from Queensland, and you've got the Thousand Guineas winner in Odium. That will be a beauty of a race. I really look forward to that. Coolmore is the race of the year so far. And it will be so fast. Well, it's all it's down the straight. But Anders, Farnan, Glenn Fiddick, Holyfield. But then you've got Swats, that Montesira, um, September run. 
And Ash's boy, extra time. Ooh. How would it be if he gets up? How would it be if he gets up in a group one? What about a Glenn Finnick extra time Quinella? <laughs> Same race, Mike. You're right. Same race. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> There's some training for you. He was group one, wasn't quite in form. Drop him back all the way to a benchmark 63-year-old benchmark 66 at Morfittville. He gets to win the next start, back in form, straight back to the Group 1. Probably the slickest Group 1 you've seen oh. all year. But, hey, I'll be cheering him home. Don't worry about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That, that's one I will not be betting in because there's at least eight chances. Yeah. Um, but we'll watch with joy. Flamington, Flamington is a bloody tough punt. It's a really tough punt, sad day, Flamington. I don't think you could really launch into anything with utmost confidence. And is there any rain about? Yep. No, not a lot, I don't think, I is there? But yeah, there a little is bit no Friday, rain, but know. not um, not crazy. And it had to be raining Saturday morning and during the races for it to actually be wet at bloody Flemington too because it drains like anything. So we won't worry about weather. Um, but yeah. Saturday morning. The Derby, everyone's pot in the race, but but what do you know about these horses? They're three-year-old. Three-year-olds. Like the favourites had two starts. Which race are we talking about now? The yeah, early season three-year-olds, that the Derby. Oh, yeah. Like, really, you can't pot any of them. They could all turn out to be superstars, or they might not do anything. A lot of, um, this, you know, Derby horses are young three-year-olds, and, yeah, yeah I, I think people pot this race way too much, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, you look, Chapada won the other day. Won a listed Group Two race or something the other day. Yeah. Um, it ran third in the or second in the in the Derby two years ago. Like, give him a chance. God, drives me nuts. Anyway, I look forward to it. Get uh, Dennis Pagan with his r- and a runner in a Group One. Oh yeah. Johnny get angry. Johnny get angry. That's a good Not name. Bad, but... I was actually on Johnny in the vase. I'm not sure Mooney Valley suited him. It was a good run for third, but he was beat seven lengths. <laughs> um, like look, pe- people, are, people are tipping him, but I can't see him turning the tables on Cherry Tortoni. I think Cherry Tortoni stands as the one to beat. As long he's got to get the 2500, and, that, and and that's the on, question. On. Nobody knows if any of these could get the twenty five hundred. So in, interesting derby this year, I feel. Yeah. Very interesting. So I think um, anything is possible. Another one I won't be betting. Actually, I've already had a bet. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> won't be well, betting I'm not going to have a bet. Oh, I've already had a bet. Yeah. I was still in the form. I really liked the the one that I found that I thought kind of stood out and could get the trip was hit the shot uh matt kamani's horse 
Um, but there's there's low levels of confidence there. It's not it's not something I'm going to say, declare or anything. It's just, it's the one I thought, and it's a bit of a throw at the stumps, to be honest. So don't don't point the finger at me and say I sent you down the wrong path. Oh, we will. Uh, um, Without doubt. <laughs> and the gold, Golden Eagle's on in uh, in Sydney, uh, which is an interesting race. Uh, it's not one. It's one that I might have a bet in because I, I really don't think it's um like like it's a soup like you know it's a seven and a half million dollar race that. Um, Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's some good horses in there. Dawn Passage, Superstorm. The one I like is Rio Dini. I think it'll run well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Seven and a half million dollar race. Yeah, I don't know. The best race in Sydney is the um, Yes, Yes, Yes. It's another one of these bloody million dollar races with no black type. But you got half the bloody um Everest field in it. G Trado. Um Run round for another million. Rusty frozen. I think Rusty's frozen. What are your thoughts on the sure. the racing <laughs> on Saturday? Well, between you and me, Richo, while Rusty's um, <laughs> having a screen that, let's duck across to Morfordville for the fill-up. Yes, while the he's fill not up. listening. Love the fill-up. What do we got? Fill up. Race two. Race well, two. mate, Kenyon Wonder. Oh, Kenyon Wonder's back. With the Vorster on. Right. Let me just have a look. $4.80 for the win. That's the fill-up, you reckon? I think we fill up on the wonder. Form's not... Yeah, because the forced are back on. Second up from the spell. Happy with it? I like it. I like it. Okay. I like it. So race two at Morfordville. No third dividend. Win only. Win Richo, only. Pay attention. NTD. NTD, I love NTD. NTD. It's, it's, mm. NTDs are better than fourth, not first, aren't they? Welcome and back, if Rusty. We to, if we want to juice it up. What are we juicing it up Sorry, with? Boys. Well, let's go in the first. Let's double down on Star of Uma. Juice it up in a race-to-race multi. Star of Uma into Kenyan Wonder. We'll double it up. And what's what's that juice? What's the juice there? Well, you're gonna you're gonna get well. It's a, oh, I'm, I'm look, you can probably get two dollars for Star of Uma, multi into Kenyan Wonder. Star of Uma Just right now, dollar ninety. Okay, clairvoyance, Rusty. Clairvoyance. You got a price on clairvoyance? For, no. Hang on. Not on Ladbrokes anyway. 
Here we go. Race one, Ascot. No, nothing yet. No. Uh, we'll have to wait a little while on that one. My, my problem is, mate, when you start juicing it up, we'll end up with a, the, another six-league multi that we get five of them. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, we had some fun. Oh, yeah. Let's not, let's, let's, let's not put too much let's, juice. What price do you put on entertainment, really? Whatever he's paying for racehorses at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my problem. between racehorses and my Melbourne membership I'm getting a lot of entertainment <laughs> yes it's um it's going to be uh it's going to be a tough tough weekend on the punt I think yeah I, wet track um, in Sydney Rusty is that right oh it's meant to get shit in Sydney yeah oh, it was today no idea. Yeah. I, I, I think we'd be... Sorry, did I say that out there? <laughs> no, you're just thinking it. Um, I think we just we just steer away from Sydney. Like, if anybody puts a multi tip in Sydney, it's just getting crossed off, and you're just getting told to have a mulligan. Just whip it straight out. Yeah, I think it? they'll have to have a snorkel in Sydney. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's been a fair More bit of that for... this year in Sydney. Oh, yeah, it's been horrendous. I'm, I'm going to go to New Zealand. I, I like Rusty's. I like, I like the early tip. I, I actually probably did an ash bit on that one. I'd heard that Tony Pike had declared it his best of the weekend. That's the way you do it. I just thought that you put it in because it had Pike. And he had a lot in. Just, just needed a pike. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you went looking for was pike. You thought I was shit stirring. No, I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Well, I was trying to read between the lines and I couldn't work you out. And then you just confirmed with a just back it. Just I'm back. not like that. So I did. I am not like you, Ash. I don't, I don't speak between the lines. You don't have to read between the lines. I'll tell you straight down the line. <laughs> We don't, we don't beat around. It's nothing like being ambiguous. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a bit harsh when your mates don't know where to put a bet on and then you're like, oh, I hope you guys uh, followed up on my uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink one. And I was like, did you even give us a tip? What, what you <laughs> you sent well, you're, a, you're learning, Richard. You sent us you're a learning. monkey with his balls hanging out. How are we meant to tip on that? <laughs> <laughs> Appropriate for Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just gold. All right. Uh, any, any more for the racing on the weekend? Very good. No better, um, better than you? Better than century? No, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of, but. Um... Yeah, I do. I do think Morfordville might be where the money's made. And you find some winners there. Mm. Yeah, just what if if I pick something from Morfordville? Don't declare it as the fill-up of the day. Thanks, that'd be great. No, we'll fill, just fill up on <laughs> well, fill up on Star of Uma if you want. 
I don't know. $1.90 is not a fill-up. No, that's why you got to multi it. you got to put too much out there, don't you? Well, you, you can have... You can have... But you can have it, it in clairvoyance and you'll get, what, $3, won't you? I don't know. No odds. True. Uh, no. No, you're no. probably going to get... Probably go backwards. Um, $2.40. Double down, Richo. I could imagine clairvoyance being more than a dollar fifty. He's DiMaggio. Double down, DiMaggio. Yeah, he's backing up. Well, and his favourite, three dollars forty. Yeah, I might have to. Mm. Big fear. His favourite last time, I think fifth. Quietly rose. Should have finished closer last week. Good effort. <laughs> Good effort. Whatever, it was a bit man. unlucky. It was Whatever. a bit unlucky. Was a little bit unlucky. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I'm looking. I've been looking. I don't know what's happening with my old mate. One more Jack came out, had a couple of races, and hasn't done anything since. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No, I couldn't find him. No, he maybe he's had too many jacks. That's it. Or maybe he's hit his it against the against the stable because. I was looking forward to a few more runs. But maybe DiMaggio. Maybe we might double down, actually. Yeah, don't tell it. We're going to be back betting in Belmont or somewhere or Ascot, Ascot again, aren't we, this week? You blokes are all going to jump across the tree. because... No pike, you well, can't back what you like. Doombin is um, heavy eight at the moment. And it's wet. Like... Yeah, I, I I don't like your chances of betting there at all. If we're ruling Sydney out, ruling Queensland out. Yes. Is there any races in Tasmania? No. No, we barred Tasmania last week, remember? Oh, that's true. I, I had a bet there today. I backed one of um, Brunton's today and it won. Of course it did. Of course it did. I don't even know what I know what it paid. I might. That was short. I might go a late race in Doom and just hopefully uh, get a, get a tick because I call them off. Get, yeah, get a tick because they're abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> just, just go for some oh, default action. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you gotta you gotta get your tick any way you can. Well, exactly. Gee, I hope Dolphins not counting them as ticks. Surely you can't count them as ticks. No, he doesn't. I don't think. No. He, I think, I think he's had it. But when it comes when it comes to collecting your multi, it's a tick. Yeah. No, no, they're not counted yeah, as ticks. It doesn't add nothing. But it means you haven't no. you haven't stuffed. You don't lose. Multi. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. That's right. They're not multi stuffers. It's <laughs> it's, it's no, like that's my job. <laughs> no, no, you're back in form, Rusty. You'll yeah. be fine. Kalgoorlie looks like... I'm now looking through the fields in, Taz, uh, in New Zealand. Oh, I'm looking forward through the fields in New Zealand. What about in uh, Darwin? Get it up? out over and done with early. Yeah. Maybe we should all just go to New Zealand. Or Darwin up at the tarmac. Uh, no. I reckon there's a few races in Melbourne you can you can get a bet on. Yeah, there's a couple that you'll there's get. There's some tough ones, but there's a yeah, few there's some tough There's some on. tough races, you just got to... There's quite a few horses we've backed before that you're probably going to stick with, I think. Yeah. 
yeah, just yeah. leaf through the black book yep. and find some regulars, I reckon. Exactly. Exactly. That's why exactly. I like sports bet because it just tells me when my black book is racing. I just get an email saying, back this rich hour. I go, sure. Too easy. Yeah, you've won, you've won on this before. <laughs> get on yep. again. No, no, no. It's got the black book feature, so you actually have to, oh, you have to put okay. it in. Yeah. All right, lad broke. We'll so out you, the bet slip. You've won on this before. It's running today. You should back it yeah. again. We want our money back. I reckon. Do you reckon they'll get to the point? <laughs> like, um, it'll get to the point where it's like it sends you an email and says you backed this before. So if you don't want to put a hundred dollars on the nose, please opt out. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually just bets for you. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll probably what will happen. That'll be the probably next one. Happen. Please, <laughs> please confirm you don't want to do something. Otherwise, we will just put your balance on it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Now, boys, Alrighty. there's two very pressing matters that we haven't spoken about. Yep. What are they? Well, one is. The slipper is back. The slipper will be back in two weeks' time. Where's it going to be? Well, yeah, say, calm down. Another week, we, actually. Rusty and I, uh, we discussed this briefly today. Oh, that's right. Team class are just uh, trying to love And because of the uh, influx on Melbourne golf courses. Oh, you need a home course up. advantage to try and win. I see. Okay, well, you can play it at Molden if you want to. <laughs> but uh, I was thinking you that um, you boys could do a road trip down the highway to Ballarat. Okay. Throw that it's out there track. as a possibility. It's a track. It's a good track. Get on there, no worries. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm down. I'll just have to... Uh, work on the dolphin? Work on... Well, not not the dolphin, also the cheese the and lovely. kisses, and just work out. Uh, you know, getting Maybe, away for um, five hours to play golf is hard. Now I'm going to have to drive a couple of hours each way. <laughs> you realise this is my predicament every time we play. Yeah, but you choose to live in Woodward, mate. It's not my fault. <laughs> no, that's cool. I'm pretty sure oh. he didn't get a choice, actually. Yeah, <laughs> So no, that, anyway, cool. it's a right. possibility. Yep, it's a possibility. Yeah. So, um, so yes, we'll be getting Trev for a uh, pre-slipper form update. Yep. Some no, stage. We'll, what we'll do is we'll we'll throw that out to Trev, and we'll get Trev to do a bit of a uh, uh, pre-slipper form, and maybe you know see what he thinks of uh, Ballarat, and whether we should be playing there or not. We'll, Yep. Throw that out there. I like it. Yep. And the second thing is the Zipper Melbourne Cup Day. What? The Zipper. Running Melbourne Cup Day. If I know I'm behind on my WhatsApp today, but I'm just looking for the video update from my trainer. I No, I don't have anything. What's All I've got Nothing. is some offer from Reezy saying I can get beer. What? Four slabs for two or something. Shit. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then it was, oh, oh no, that didn't actually happen. Oh, no. Yeah. 
<laughs> so what? What's so slipper running? Where? Where? Where yeah. would she be running? Your favourite race course, Richo? Do I have a favourite race course? Yeah. Swan Hill. Same play, Destin. <laughs> Close. Chuka. Oh, the Chuk. I do like the Chuk. Actually. Oh, when, yeah, I need I need another Rachuka runner in my multi. But uh, that won't happen. All right. Yeah, it's going to be on Tuesday. So. And the plan no, 14, is to... Uh, put the afterburners on. So just get out. Get out the gate. Just go. And just, just go. show them the dust. Just going to do a Richo's runner. Sounds like a great plan. So when do we find out barrier draw? Friday. 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 And we're still looking yeah. sort of three through seven. Is that still the... that was? I think that was the numbers uh, last time. Look, if you're going to lead, it probably doesn't really matter. It just makes it a bit easier. So it doesn't matter if you just jump out and go. No, we're going, going anyway. Oh, very exciting. That's That's awesome news. I can't wait to see the video update from the trainer tomorrow. Just uh, yeah, he's getting shit together, doesn't he? Letting the masses know <laughs> that will be better. Go stoked. Got a couple to do actually. Those so. we'll be right. We're right. Nice. Get it under control. Do it in between jobs. Yeah, love it. Ah, oh, some great news just to finish so, off. While we're going on updates. Yep. Let's, there's a couple of a couple of updates to, to, to touch on. First off, um, yeah, we did our long range tips. We just got to update that before the um, cup on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So just to recap, Ash had Anthony Van Dyke run second in the Field Cup, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Humidor twelfth. Donuts Cox Plate. Yep. And and surprise baby on Tuesday. So cheering on. Uh, Locally bred, I won't say homebred, but locally bred. Richo had Master of Wine in the Caulfield Cup, ran 10th. Mm -hmm. Arcadia Queen ran a pretty good fifth in the Cox Plate. Uh, and has Tiger Moth in the Cup. I had Finch, who ran fifth in the Caulfield Cup, and Armory that ran second in the Cox Plate. And also had Tiger Moth, so mm. yeah. Uh, Let's hope one of those two can get up in the cup and make us look a bit better than what we have been. Um, and in the showdown, Pikey, Pikey's, Pikey's just he's probably he's, it's probably unassailable now. But we did get a treat today because we got a team Yendel double down today. Yes. Both Christine Both and Dean beat him home in the first. first. In fact, Pikey got in the fucking way when we were trying to make a run going nowhere. Like, what was he thinking? If yes. anyone deserves an avalanche yep. today, um, it's Pikey. Even though he leads the show down 19 to 9. Yep. Yeah, well, you know. It's not quite a showdown anymore. No. It's, uh, it's just a farce. <laughs> do we want to not fun, do any more fun while it lasted. yeah I'm pretty sure it's over I don't think I'll keep track anymore so um, um yeah now when you have to get an abacus out to work it out it's probably not worth it 
Hey, there was a there was a tip there was a tip boys that I forgot about that I was looking through in our halftime break. I've said this earlier in the podcast. Admire Robson in the Hotham jockey change. Cox Plate winning jockey goes on. Oh wow! In the same colours. There's your tip. There's your tip for the weekend. In the Hotham, yep. All right. I was looking at it. As my, it didn't run. So hasn't run too bad the last four. couple. And been ridden average these last couple, so. Paying five dollars fifty for the win and a nice little two oh five for the place. Oh, you might. That's uh, short. I didn't think it'd be that short. Settled at the tail. Fresh and super work over the last 150 metres. No luck at a key stage. Latest then good to the line. They're saying it's overs. Open 7.50, already into 5.50. Wowza. Well, better get on now, and I think uh, we're going to lock that... uh, I'm going to lock that into something. Probably my bragging rights, I reckon. Nice work. Good late little tip. We better wrap up because we're about to run out of time. Give us a follow on Twitter at Fourth Not First. We'll post the multi and the bragging rights tip on Saturday morning so you can follow along at home. Reply with your best couple for the day. Gentlemen, pleasure as always. Thank you very much. And uh, let's see if we can crack this multi. And good luck to the zipper on Tuesday. Stuff the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, let's just get it done with the zipper. Let's just watch a chuka. <laughs> all eyes on a chuka. That's it. The race that stops the nation. The only tiger I want to watch is Tiger Woods. So. <laughs> all right, boys. Have a good one. Thanks. All right. Good stuff, boys. Go, boys.